Hey y'all, this is Lindsay, owner of Tots of Love. <laughs> it sounds weird when I say owner of my company because I have so many different roles in my company. Like I'm the owner, the teacher, the director, the cleaner, the diaper changer, the finance person. Like I'm everything when it comes to my company. To So to just limit it to one role, it kind of feels weird to me, but I guess I get used to it as I keep climbing up the ladder in my business and what roles that I choose to play. Um, but this podcast is pretty much about that, like the different roles that you have to be willing to play in your business in order to grow it from the bottom up. Like when I first started my daycare, when it was home-based, you can have told me that I would have to learn so many new roles or to take on so many new positions in order to make my daycare work. And to be honest, when I was home base, it was a lot easier because it was just one. Eh, I'm not going to say just one role, but pretty much you come to work, you do your work and you do your bookings and, you know, file whatever you need to file as far as what you spent for the month. And that was it. But now now that I'm expanding and now that I have employees, I play so many different roles. I went from literally an infant toddler teacher to a preschool teacher and This is me learning something completely new because when I was home-based, I used to push my kids out when they turned three. Uh, My reason for doing this was that I felt like three-year-olds should be in a more structured learning environment. They should be able to, you know, sit in the classroom and get ready, prepare for kindergarten. So my specialty was zero to three and really zero to two. Like I love the infant toddler teaching role. I love the development role of kids and, you know, helping them learn those, uh, help them create those attachments and healthy relationships so that their future makes sense to them, so that the outside world makes sense and they learn how to trust. That's my area. But expanding my business, I learned that I can't just stick there. I can't just say, oh, no, I just want to work with infants. I don't want to work with preschool kids or school-age kids. Like, I have to be flexible and not only be flexible, but I have to be the best at whatever role it is I'm playing. So think about that. When you start a business, see, a lot of people start daycares because they, one, have the money to start the daycare, or two, they have the resources. Resources, I mean, oh, they found the location, they found the daycare that just closed, they can just open it up, put a few hundred, you know, well, depending on how big it is, put a few thousand dollars into it and get it back up and running. But those people can never sit there and fill in for a teacher who calls off. So they overemploy, they overstaff because they have to compensate for those who may call off work, those who may decide that they don't want to work there anymore, those who come late. But when you are hands-on with your business and you know how to play those different roles, you really save yourself a lot of money. Because with me, when I'm fully staffed, I don't have to work. I can come to work if I want to, and I will be here because I want to make sure that my staff is doing what they're supposed to be doing. But if I want to take a day off, I can. But at the same time, if one of my teachers calls off sick, I have to be willing to feel in their in position and know exactly what's going on so that these kids don't, so that they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't, uh, what am I trying to say? So that they don't miss out on what it is that they're learning. Um, that's important. 
<clears throat> even with my staff, like when I hire my team and I don't like calling them my staff, but it kind of, you know, when speaking to you guys, like just for it to make sense. But like, I mean, to be honest, I'm going to call them my team because that's what they are. We all work together. And when I hire people to be on my team, I let them know, like, there's nothing that I wouldn't do that I would ask of you. So if I'm asking you like, oh, yeah, can you go and clean the bathroom and make sure, you know, you clean the toilet, clean the sink, mop the floor. It's like I'm doing that. I'm doing everything that they are doing because it's a team. Like it's nothing that any of us can do by ourselves to reach the goals that we want to reach. Like we sit and we talk about our goals and what it is that we want to do in this field. And for some of my team, we get further, we get deeper than just, oh, what do you want to do with early childhood? What do you want to do with life? How's your credit? You know what I'm saying? Like, what goals do you have? Like, what, what car do you want? What house do you want? Because these are things that you have to think about when you're building something, when you're growing, when you're trying to get to a, a certain place in your life. And it, you just have to... Keep in mind that it's not just, oh, I'm the owner. I own this. I own that. Yeah, yeah, some people can do it and some people are good at doing it. But when it comes to kids and when it comes to this, this field, I know so many people who opened up child care centers or child care programs because they had the money or they thought it was going to be easy. And I've watched them close. I watched them close during when times get hard. There was a time about three or four years ago when the state of Illinois was not paying. They were not paying because they couldn't agree on what the budget for child care should be. So for about, I think it was about three months, we did not get paid. Do you know how many centers and home daycares closed? Not me. I stayed open because I was able to budget my money the right way. I was able to keep enough cash paying parents to stay afloat. So I didn't depend on, I wasn't living check to check. But even when, you know, I came to my center, COVID, I moved to Indiana in January for my center. I got licensed in February. In March, I had to close because of COVID. I reopened the second week of May, and by the end of the month, I was full. Do you know how many child care programs closed because of COVID? And I don't know the reasons why they closed. It could have been money. It could have been staff. It, I don't know. But you have to think, if you can't be the teacher, the director, at everything in your program, and something like COVID, a pandemic happens, who's going to do it? Because you don't know what if your teachers are going to be safe. In order to work, you don't know how they feel, their mental state, if they're capable of working. So you still have to keep your business going. You still have to keep it moving. It's not, it's not I mean, and you, you'll get to the point, I'll get to the point to where I can take a vacation for the weekend. But I just don't want anyone to think that this is a open a business and walk away type of thing. You can't walk away. Like you have to continue to invest in your business, continue to invest in your team, to continue to invest in, you know, your marketing, everything. You have to be willing to play those different roles that may require, it may be the difference between your business staying open and your business closing. I don't mind putting it in the work right now because I know in a year or two, 
it's going to be completely different. In a year or two, I won't have to be here at 5.45 a.m. and leave at 6.30 p.m. I'll have my team doing everything and I'll be overseeing them and making sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. But that doesn't mean that I'll, I'll stop, you know, brushing up on my skills. That doesn't mean that I'll stop reading about how to be the best daycare owner slash teacher slash whatever role is required. Like I'll continue to put in the effort and put in the work because I could be full one day and the next day I could have a lead teacher that quits. I have to be prepared to fill that position until I find somebody else. So this is this is the part where you really take a field and you make it everything that you can. You put in the most. You go above and beyond. And these are the people that you want on your team because when you grow, they grow. When they grow, you grow. I tell my team all the time, if you guys work hard enough for me to take a few hours to get away and get other stuff done, we'll all make more money. But we all have to work together. We all have to understand what role we have. And in order to reach those goals in a timely fashion, we have to go above and beyond what's expected of us. I try to, I don't, I mean, yeah, I'm self-employed. Yeah, I'm my own boss. But to be honest, my clients are my boss. The kids are my boss because I have to make sure that they're happy. I have to make sure that I'm reaching their standards. And that doesn't come with doing the same thing you've been doing since day one. If I did the same thing I did since day one, if I was the same teacher, the same owner, the same, you know, infant toddler specialist that I was day one, I wouldn't be where I am now because I wasn't satisfied with who I was then. I wasn't the best that I could be. Am I the best now? No, I can still be better, which is why I still put time and effort and energy into learning my craft. There's so many different ways to make money in this business. And you really, I have to master each role. Because when I master each role, it becomes easier. It makes more sense. And people on the outside looking in, they don't understand that. Like you'll even get instances where your employees may feel a certain type of way because they feel like they're working hard. And it's important to make sure that your staff and your team is, is happy. That's, an, that's a priority of mine. I want my team to be as happy as the parents who bring their kids to me every day and the kids that are here all day long. I want everybody to be happy. And in order for everybody to be happy, everybody has to make money. Everybody has to be growing. Everybody has to be learning. And nobody should feel like, oh, I'm doing all this work and she's not doing anything, but yet she's enjoying all the benefits. That's why I make sure that I'm here with my team. Like, I'm here. Like, I don't care if it's a day off of me. I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to be, you know, assistant and help where I need. Because honestly, when you're dealing with so many kids, there's always extra help needed. So why not make it easier on everybody so that the day can flow smoothly, you know? But... You just be be mindful of the roles that you have to play in this field, that the roles you have to play when you start a business and not just childcare, but this field specifically. Be mindful of who you have to be in order to make your business a success, because there are a lot, a lot of childcare programs 
And not all of them make it. So just think about that.